Hey, sweet mama, do you ever struggle to see your body as beautiful when you look in the mirror? Do you tend to beat yourself up about it and just wish that you could change all those things that are wrong with it? Does wearing certain kinds of clothes or maybe going to the gym or putting on the uniform or preparing for height and weight testing or preparing for the fitness test, does that bring up insecurities about your body or even comparison with other women? Does going on social media cause you to feel insecure about your body or make you feel a bit self-conscious either going out in public or maybe preparing as we get closer to summertime and wearing a bathing suit again maybe you feel like you have to lose weight you have to flatten your stomach you have to get more toned and fit you got to lose all your baby weight you got to get your body back completely postpartum before you can love it before you can feel more like yourself before you can feel like you can actually enjoy and be confident in intimacy again with your husband if you struggle in any way to see your body as beautiful and worthy of love, you're not alone. I've been where you are too, and I know how hard it is as we are looking in the mirror and seeing a body that just looks completely foreign to us. And for those of us who have been an athlete all of our life, and we take a lot of pride in that, and we really identify as that, it's one thing seeing your body change as you go through pregnancy, because you know like there's a baby there, right? It feels like it has a purpose. And then you give birth, and you're like, okay, there's no more baby in there. Why do I still look pregnant? And the stomach becomes all squishy and you start to be like, okay, well now I got to get rid of all of this, right? That pressure comes and it's really, really hard to love yourself in that moment. It's really hard to see your body as beautiful and as something that you can accept in that moment. I get it. So today what we're going to do is we're going to dive into body image postpartum. We're going to talk about six tips to improve your body image if you're struggling to accept or to love your body after having a baby or after having multiple babies. And it doesn't matter how far postpartum you are, this still applies. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hey sister, welcome to Arm to the Heart. Do you want to make an impact as a military mom and be the best mom and leader you can be at the same time? Are you finding yourself stressed and weighed down by guilt with how much your time your work steals from your family and often worry that they're getting the leftovers of you? Do you feel alone carrying the heavy load of pregnancy, postpartum, of motherhood and uniform with so many expectations to perform in your job, stay physically fit, and such little support? Hey, I'm Megan, and in my early years as an active duty mom in the army, I was so burnt out. I was just wishing for more time with my baby, the freedom to actually put my family and faith first while still giving my best to the team. And I was giving all I had, but it just never felt like enough. Trying to bounce back quickly, feeling all those pressures to prove myself in a male-dominated unit, trying to manage the home to the best of my ability and keep our marriage strong through so much long distance and dual military life. I just felt like I was falling short in all of it, but especially failing my family. I felt exhausted. I felt trapped in the army, like I was losing myself in what mattered most along the way and just doubting whether all of those sacrifices were worth it. I finally cried out to God to direct my path and he started showing me that there's a different way to find more balance and more purpose. So in this podcast, you're going to find time management strategies, holistic health and fitness tips, and mindset transformations so you can find that balance that you long for, to be who you're called to be, for both your family and your work without having to compromise what's most important. So lace up those boots and put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. So before we begin with these six tips, I want to give you a vulnerable personal story on this important topic about body image. And I wanted to do this episode specifically on this topic because I know body image postpartum can be something so many of us struggle with. We wrestle with this, yet we don't really 
feel like we can talk about it that much. It can be really, really hard reconciling these physical changes that our body's gone through in motherhood. And so I just want to normalize the conversation and start to breach this topic like more specifically because I know I've, I've weaved it throughout, you know, pretty much I would say every podcast episode that we're talking about pregnancy and postpartum fitness, but it's time that we address it specifically. So while I was taking a shower about a year ago, my toddler, Matthew, said, mommy, what's wrong with your belly? And at this point in time, I was about six months postpartum. He pointed to my loose skin, my stretch marks, belly button, which looked different at that point, given the changes that it went through in multiple, in two pregnancies. And I asked him, I was like, what's wrong with it? You know, kind of to see like where he was coming from. And he said, it's all wrinkly. What happened to your belly button? And so I explained to him in that moment, I said, Matthew, remember how baby William used to be in mommy's tummy? It had to grow and it had to stretch bigger so William could grow too. Then he came out of my tummy and my belly's still healing. He goes, but I don't like it like that. And I was like, oh, that was a bit painful, right? Because, you know, at this point, I was pretty appreciative of my body. I was... I felt like I could be proud of it, be proud of all that it had done, all that it was capable of. Because to me at this point in time, I had grown so much in my body image, but I had come to see my body as just this representation of this opportunity that I had to love and serve my family and others through it. And it's a profound gift to bring new life into the world and to nourish my babies with my body. And I have really grown, like I said, in that. And so my relationship with my body, my ability to embrace its quote-unquote flaws in society's eyes has grown a lot, along with my deep understanding that my worth is not in my body or my appearance. So I'm much less self-conscious. I'm much less, much less ashamed of it or uncomfortable in it this time around postpartum than I was the first time. And I don't feel that same pressure, and I didn't at this time, six months postpartum, feel that same pressure to fix it or to sort of erase all evidence of my motherhood like I did the first time. You know, I used to be so self-conscious every single time I went out in public. Every time I wore dresses, I would feel like I had to like squeeze in my stomach. Every photo I took, I would be really self-conscious of it. I would like immediately, that's where my eyes would go. Every time I went on social media and I saw other moms, I felt really insecure. Every time I saw fit influencers on social media, I felt really insecure. I would beat my own self up in comparison to them. I would literally compare timelines of, oh, how quickly did she bounce back, quote unquote, and look like that postpartum compared to me? I've really overcome all of these at this point, but it came through a lot, a lot of hard internal work. And I'm sharing this honestly with you because I think this is where so many of us are. So many of us walk through this, yet we feel really alone in it. We feel so much shame in it. We feel really embarrassed by our bodies. We feel like something is wrong with us postpartum. If we don't look like the person to our left or right, or if we don't bounce back as quickly as that fit influencer, man, I have done a lot of work to undo a lot of those harmful narratives that I had internalized about my body over the course of early motherhood, even the course of my life as an athlete, and just as a woman in our society today. But this really stung, right? Like this comment from Matthew, but I don't like it like that, referring to my belly button 
my a little bit sunken in belly button postpartum. Because it's hard enough to not listen to society's bounce back and body back culture, but when you're almost three-year-old thinks that something is wrong with your stomach, simply because that's how it is, that's how it looks postpartum, that hurts. So I, of course, felt hurt by this at the time, but I tried to collect myself the best I could in the moment, and I just shared, you know, in response, mommy's tummy is beautiful. It's incredible. It grew baby William, and you too, Matthew, it grew you too. And it's it's okay that it's more wrinkly because it had to stretch so both of you could be in there. You know, when my, my tummy's like this, it's it's softer for you to hug and lie down on, right? He goes, yes, it is. I love hugging and laying down on you, mommy. I love laying on your tummy. And even now, he's like almost four years old. He still loves. If he gets to, to have the real estate of my tummy, he's super happy because usually William's nursing and we're like cuddling on the floor bed in Matthew's room. I bed share with both my boys, at least while I'm solo parenting over here. It's <laughs> the way we do things just to make it work. And they are such mama's boys. So I don't know what they're going to do without me for the next few months as I, as I head out for my training course. But Tim will figure it out. So anyways, yeah, later that day, I was getting ready for bed and I asked him again, so what do you think of mommy's tummy? Just to kind of hear like, did, did that sink in in any way, right? He goes, it's beautiful. Baby William came out of there and me too. And I was like, oh, thank you, Matthew. Your tummy's beautiful too. And he, he looks down at his belly button and his belly with pride and he, he notes, mine's not wrinkly. Yours is wrinkly, but that's okay. It's still beautiful. And I just had to laugh because like, that's such a three-year-old thing to say, but man, I wanted to share this story with you because I think it is representative of so much. Not only in that moment did I have to be confident in my own beliefs about my body to reflect that back to my son, but I also saw it as an opportunity to teach him that just because our body looks different through motherhood doesn't mean that it's any less beautiful, doesn't mean that it's any less dignified or worthy or valuable. And I hope that my boys grow up not only knowing that this is normal for postpartum bodies, it's also they're able to genuinely appreciate that our bodies are good they're beautiful they're dignified in every single stage and shape and season of life and man our body image our self-image all this is such a journey motherhood is such a journey of letting go of unrealistic societal expectations coming into our own confidence and being at peace with Things like our body being different, right? Or our motherhood experience just being different than we expect or, or different than the person to our left or right. Because it is unique. Every single one of us is unique. Every single one of our families and our babies are unique. And if we carry and give birth to new life, our bodies are going to change. So coming to terms with this reality is really, really hard. It can be so dang hard. But I just want to speak life into you today in this because we are not broken your body is not broken. Your body isn't messed up. My body isn't messed up. It doesn't need to be fixed to be beautiful. It doesn't need to be changed to be worthy of love and of acceptance. But I know society makes us ashamed of what our bodies look like after all the amazing things that they do through pregnancy and through postpartum. Society, media, social media, magazines, everything, and even our profession if we're in the military often tells us our worth and our value is in our body looking a certain way, weighing a certain amount, meeting certain standards, or our fitness ability or our performance, conforming to a certain size, shape. Usually it's super thin, right? 
And this bounce back, get your body back culture is so toxic. It's so harmful to us, especially in such a huge transition season where we're just trying to find our sense of normalcy again. We're often just trying to find ourselves again or just not lose ourselves in the midst of no sleep, endless diaper changes, possibly, you know, being our baby's sole source of nourishment if we're breastfeeding, navigating the physical recovery and returning to work or duty, trying to figure all that out, right? On top of everything, if we're in the military, changing marriage and relationship dynamics, right? All the things so much going on postpartum. So you pile on, on top of all of that, this pressure to erase all evidence of the fact that we just had a baby. And no wonder none of us feel like we're measuring up to that. None of us feel like we can love our bodies when we look in the mirror, you know? And for military moms, even with the policies changing and having changed in the last couple of years, in the army, it changed two years ago, directly as a result of the policy advocacy proposal that we wrote and we put out there to senior leaders. It was almost immediate that that changed from six months postpartum to come back into the heightened weight standards, the body composition standards, to then be ex being extended to a year. And so even though these policies might be changing to become more accommodating of pregnancy and postpartum, and, you know, we're seeing they're relooking these standards to make sure they're more evidence-based just across the board, not just for pregnancy and postpartum, but we're still left trying to meet both our own expectations of ourselves and everyone else's expectations. And it can feel like this constantly moving target that's impossible to live up to when it comes to, you know, what our bodies should look like. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about what we can do because everybody's body looks different postpartum, right? But it can often just feel like we're not ourselves, no matter what it is that, you know, we, we want to kind of focus on and fixate on when we look in the mirror after having a baby. It's easy to let those insecurities get the best of us. And body dysmorphia is just, like I said, amplified a thousandfold through motherhood. So if we've struggled with this at any point in our life, which most women do according to the stats, it's something that carries on through motherhood. And in these professions where we have to meet certain standards, right, on set timelines, it's that extra pressure and so we're used to in many ways speaking really negatively about our bodies or finding it hard to appreciate our bodies in general as women and many of us have this kind of tumultuous relationship with food with our bodies with fitness because of that and now it's just going to be even harder through motherhood so we have to be willing to explore this we have to be willing to do the work to address this and it's not just for our sake i hope my story gave you a witness to that it's also for the, for the sake of our kids and future generations. And I have two boys and hopefully someday God's going to bless us with a daughter or multiple, who knows. But for those of you who have daughters, like I know you want to lead by example in this. And the thing is, the way you speak to yourself and, and about your body is setting the standard for how your daughter treats her own body and how she sees herself. And I know I'm setting the standard for how my boys see their wife's body in the future postpartum. And I feel very blessed that Tim has always just affirmed how beautiful my body is in every single stage and shape and size and season. But I know not every one of you is also blessed maybe with a husband who does that for you either. And there's a lot of challenges that not only come, sometimes it's even hard to believe that. Like even when Tim says it to me, like sometimes, you know, there's been times in which I felt really insecure through intimacy even. And that's something that I've grown through as well. 
you know, so, so all of this comes in layers, right? And I just want to acknowledge the complexity of all of this. So how can we move towards this embracing the, the beauty, the resilience of our bodies in every single state when we're uncomfortable with it, when, you know, all of those feelings are very valid and when normal, what is normal postpartum, quote unquote, is very subjective, is very wide ranging because all of our bodies are different and unique. And there's a lot of different factors that are impacting each of our individual recovery timelines, each of the way our bodies respond to pregnancy and postpartum, you know, the way our core heals and presents itself. It's so easy to look at other people's before and after pictures and get really discouraged. But we have to remember these six things as we go through this process. So number one, first tip is to focus on all the amazing things your body has done all that it has accomplished and be kind to yourself. So one of the best ways to give yourself grace is when you find yourself beating yourself up, redirect yourself to focus on appreciating all of the things that it has done, everything that it has given you. And not just, okay, it's given me this beautiful baby and you're like simultaneously mourning the body you used to have while, while loving this baby and saying it was all worth it, but really just reflecting on, wow, look at all my body did through pregnancy and look at all it's continuing to do right now through postpartum. It's so easy for us to look and see these are all the things that are wrong with it when we look in the mirror. But we're forgetting all the amazing things it's still doing. Maybe it's breastfeeding. And we're like the sole source of nourishment for our baby. And if you learn about all of the incredible, incredible science of breastfeeding, even that blows my mind. And no shame if you're not able to or if you choose not to breastfeed. But I just am constantly in awe of what our bodies can be capable of doing. So look at all that your body has accomplished. Look at all that it's continuing to do. And remember that so much of what it's doing still now postpartum is not visible to the eye. So we're not seeing that. But it doesn't mean that you can't think about it. You can't reflect on it. And you can't learn more about it. You can't honor it. So absolutely honor that. And that is the best way to give yourself grace during this time. Remember all that it's gone through and remember all that it's continuing to do and that will help you appreciate it more. Number two is to honor and celebrate your own journey over comparing to others. Really be kind of on to yourself anytime you notice you are falling into the comparison trap. And I just want to, again, say you're not alone if you're struggling with that because it's really natural for us to fall into comparison but I encourage you, something I heard today actually in a podcast that was really great, that basically said, anytime you notice yourself feeling jealous or insecure about something somebody else has, or maybe in this case, it might be what somebody else looks like, another mother looks like, the way she quote unquote bounced back, instead of either judging her or feeling, focusing on that, that jealousy feeling or beating yourself up about it, get really curious about what's going on there beneath the surface. Because oftentimes it's this sort of lens into what's going on deeper in our hearts that we need to explore. And it's an inv invitation to explore that from the Lord. So redirect it back to, okay, where am I being called to examine my heart more deeply here? And my relationship with my body, my relationship uh, with myself, to really let God in there. And to let him help you heal in the ways that need to be healed. So that you can look at that woman and you can admire her beauty and you can look and be like wow yes yeah, she's beautiful and her beauty doesn't have to take away from mine so it's that pure admiration of the other person and i think that is like a purified form of i wouldn't even call it comparison 
but it's really celebrating one another as women. Like that's the elevated form. The antidotes to comparison are celebration of other women, cheering other women on, collaboration with other women, connection with other women. You know, so instead of just looking to somebody and feeling jealous or, or letting them drive your insecurities or even silently condemning or judging them or whatever it is, curiosity, compassion with yourself, with them, celebrating, connecting, collaborating with, like those are all beautiful, beautiful antidotes to comparison. But just keep your eyes focused on your own journey because everybody's journey is different. Everybody's timelines look a little bit different. Everybody's bodies are different. It's not really helpful to be comparing ourselves to others during this stage. So if it's better for you to kind of put your blinders up and set a boundary there, great. I encourage you to set boundaries around social media. I encourage you to unfollow people who may be toxic influences for you. But I also encourage you to look deeper and examine your heart whenever you're falling into comparison because it really is an area that can be ultimately redeemed for a beautiful purpose and ultimately for God's glory. Number three, my third tip is to seek out holistic support to navigate all the different dimensions postpartum. So the physical, the mental, emotional, the kind of life and identity shifts and changes that are happening. You know, and I just want to honor you for being here because this is all that what I talk about on the podcast, right? I'm here to support you in all of those ways. But you can also lean on, there's a variety of professionals who can support you in those different capacities. And I encourage you to build your support system and the more holistic support you seek out to really help you through those different challenges, the better off you're going to be. And it's all going to have this sort of ripple effect. And we are integrated. We're integrated human beings. So one part affects the other. So our, you know, return to fitness is not isolated from our body image. It's absolutely integrated. And that is not isolated from our intimacy with our spouse. That is not isolated from how we show up in the world for our work and for our purpose and whether we feel confident in that. Our body image impacts that. It absolutely does. And so we have to kind of approach it from that lens and look at this from different angles. And I just encourage you to really build your support system in that way. And don't be afraid to reach out if you're struggling. You know, that's why I'm talking about this because I want to normalize the struggle and I want to normalize also that there's a way forward through it. You don't have to stay stuck. There's light at the end of the tunnel. The best way is through. Number four is to pay attention to all the forms of progress that you're making, both aesthetically right in the appearance based changes that you want to see postpartum but also athletically so i have a great podcast episode on this episode 41 is 20 different ways to measure progress in health and fitness postpartum or really anytime beyond losing weight and the numbers on the scale so check that out if you haven't already i did this right as the we were kind of changing into the new year because a lot of people set new year's resolutions related to weight loss right weight loss goals and i was like here's a ton of ways that you can measure progress outside of just a number on the scale and there are so many good ones so please go listen to that episode if you haven't yet we all need those different metrics of progress that are going to give us you know something to celebrate those little wins along the way and tangible measures of we're seeing changes and we can be encouraged in it because sometimes the number on the scale might not be budging so we're not seeing that weight shift or maybe the scale is super triggering for us so wherever you are in that process i just want to acknowledge there are so many other forms of progress that we can make that you are making i'm sure both in your body's capacity in the way it functions and performs athletically, all it can do, 
as well as in its appearance, but it might not be exactly what you're focusing on. So widen your scope of what you're looking at a little bit more and you'll be really encouraged and it's going to help you in your body image as well. Number five is to know that at the end of the day, our aesthetics, the visual appearance does not determine our athletics. So maybe you've got stretch marks, maybe you've got looser skin, maybe your belly button is more sunken like mine, but maybe you are on the path to performing even better as an athlete than you were pre-pregnancy. I know that's the case for me. I can do things that I couldn't do before. I can do pull-ups and I couldn't do that before I had babies. I can perform well on my PT test. I can perform better than I did the first time postpartum, the second time because I took the time that my body needed to heal instead of jumping straight into a PT test and everything immediately. I can run now without symptoms. I can jump at the trampoline park with my kids without leaking pee. I'm confident in my body and I'm not experiencing pelvic pain with intimacy postpartum like I was the first time around. I'll take that any day of the week because it's so much more important how our body functions and performs. And now that's, that's my main focus because I know that's what matters for life. That matters more than what it looks like and its appearance or what it's capable of in those nuances of like those nitpicky things that, you know, we can all look in the mirror and just hate about our bodies. That's not worth my time and energy. I don't got time for that anymore, but I've grown out of that. And so my reminder to you here is that at the end of the, the day, right, our aesthetics, our appearance does not determine our athletics. Just remind yourself, stay grounded in your why and remind yourself what matters most. And it's going to help you to keep things in perspective. I'm not saying that our appearance doesn't matter. I'm not saying that it's not worth setting goals around that. If that matters to you, it's fine. It's good. But I want you to have a healthy approach to it. And I want you to keep things in perspective and that matters too. And so this gets right into my last point. Number six, last tip for you is just always, always, always go back to this. Remind yourself that your worth is not in your body or its appearance. Your worth is not dependent on what your body looks like. Your worth does not change if or when you bounce back if you don't look like you just had a baby immediately after having a baby. It doesn't have to be our source of pride. It doesn't have to be our measure of how good enough we are as a mother, as an athlete, as a leader, whatever it might be. Do not measure your worth on that, my friend. Okay, so those are my reminders to you. I, f I think William is waking up, so I'm going to have to go right now and come right back and close this out. But I hope that that was helpful to you. And one minute and i will come right back so the truth is our bodies are incredible they're amazing we're made in god's image and our bodies are a reflection of his truth beauty and goodness and we are created to make a gift of ourselves to others to include through our bodies and body image is one of the most important aspects of our relationship with ourselves as women but it needs awareness building it needs love it needs in this intentional growth because honestly it's hard and it's constantly pummeled by society, by media, by our external environments, and even in our profession. And so we can grow in confidence in this. We can break free from the chains. We don't have to stay stuck here. And this is one of the biggest areas that I'm passionate about coaching women on. And it's often this really deep, deep, tender wound where the Lord just wants to heal and reclaim so much. And so I have a video module in my postpartum program about this because it's just that important. And I'm here to support you and to coach you through this because I've been there too. And I know how difficult it is. And it's possible. It's possible to come out on the other side without 
feeling like you're trapped by this person anymore. So I just want you to hold out hope for that if you're struggling with this. And just to close it out, as my friend shared, she was in, inspired um, to when I shared this story first about the conversation with Matthew and that photo of my loose skin, my sunken in belly button and all. And she tagged me in this Facebook post. Her closing was like, so here's the blue skin and stretch marks. She's like, I'm done beating my body up. I want to appreciate everything that it's done. It's done amazing things and it's strong and it's resilient through all of it. It's the same for you. You're strong, you're healthy, you're capable, you're resilient, you're beautiful. Your body's beautiful in every single stage and season. And your body deserves that love and appreciation and care, no matter what it looks like, no matter what shape and size it is. And I'm here to support you as you wrestle with this while still pursuing those goals of yours in fitness. You know, so it's it's that balance. We have to have that balance. And I don't want you to be beating yourself up all along the way because the journey matters too and the way that we approach it matters. So if this spoke to your heart, if this blessed you today, I would love for you to share this episode with a friend who might need the words of encouragement too. I know I sure needed it. Back when I was postpartum with my first 100%, I would have loved to have this kind of encouragement and some of these tips because it would have made a lot of difference. And I'd also love to hear from you via a review. If you haven't already left a review for this podcast, I read every single one and I just wanted to say words can express how much your comments mean to me. It really makes all the time and effort worth it pouring into you through this podcast day in, day out, knowing this content is blessing you. It's kind of difficult to balance it in mom life. You know, you heard me come back after I, I nursed my baby, but you know, usually I'm doing this either very early in the morning or late at night so that I have quiet time, you know, while the kids are asleep. But if this has resonated with you, if this episode or others, I ask you to just take 30 seconds, go to the main Arms of the Heart page on Apple Podcasts where you see the list of episodes, then scroll down, click right below the section where you see the stars and rating to that little icon that says write a review. It takes not even a minute and it just means so much to me and it really helps get the word out to more women who need this too. I love you. I'm lifting you up. I'm praying for you in this. I look forward to connecting with you again soon. I'll see you next time.